Hi, and welcome to our podcast. We are Matt and Nancy Davenport of Roaring Hearts Revival Ministry. Our podcast is based on our daily Bible study that is broadcast live on Facebook every Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time. Our guests are those who join us and comment on the study. So come see us on our Facebook Live. To join us, search for me, Matt Davenport, and send me a friend request. You can also find us on our website at rhrministries.org. Welcome to our Bible study live. I am Matt. I am Nancy. And we are your hosts, for lack of a better a better uh, description. We are actually live on Facebook. So if you are following us on the podcast, you can find us live on Facebook Monday through Friday at 8 o'clock Pacific time. And you will have to look for me, Matt Davenport, on Facebook and request a friendship with me. Um, so this morning we are going to be studying um, our scribbles, 31, de- 30, 31 day devotional and journal. This is a free resource that we put out through our ministry and all you need to do is contact us, give us your uh, mailing address and we will send it to you ASAP. Um, Amazon is the company that um, uh, that prints it for us, and so we will be shipping it to you directly from Amazon. If you so desire, you may purchase it from Amazon yourself. Uh, again, it's called Scribbles 31-Day Devotional and Journal, and this particular one is on the topic of love. And you can buy it from Amazon yourself if you'd like for $3.59. There is no profit in that. We're just desiring to get this in your hands so that you can learn a little bit more about God's love. That's our point. Okay, so this morning, you're going to hear us uh, pull names off the screen uh, for their different comments. And uh, so what we'll do is we'll identify people by their first name, because like I said, this is live on Facebook. Um, We'll identify them by their first name and their question or comment or whatever as pertinent. And my incredibly talented, beautiful, amazing, um, underhyped wife, Nancy, uh, will play my producer as she does that very thing and yanks names up. And she can start with Rachel. Well, Rachel is asking me a personal question about my um, animals that I make. Asking if I collect uh, fabrics. She's asking if I am overflowing with them and or, or if I collect them. And my answer to that question is yes. Okay. 
<laughs> I know that's a little. It's a little weird. We'll get the hang of this. We'll get the hang of this. I promise. Uh, so we do have several people joining us this morning. Good morning, Mercedes, my beautiful, amazing daughter, who is purchasing her first brand new car today. Ooh, yay! Yeah, oh, I'm proud of you, kid. And uh, uh, Mr. Gilmore. Uh, oh, I'm not supposed to say last names. Am I? <laughs> Well, right Gilmore, it's actually go. Gilmore Paul. <laughs> uh, Rachel and Connie is joining us this morning. And if you are here and watching, um, go ahead and pop in and say hello so we can, we can, we, we, so we can, I don't know, make fun of you or something. I don't know. We, <laughs> we won't do that. It's not what this, not what this is about. So this podcast's focus is, um, is a live Bible study, and we will be doing this through uh, this Scribbles 31-Day Devotional and Journal. Like I said, if you want a copy of it, you're welcome to uh, contact us. It is 43, 44 pages long, and each uh, each devotional has about a page and a half of narrative and then about a half a page of lines so you can scribble your comments, your thoughts, your journaling, however you would like to do that, that's where it gets the name Scribbles. Right. So, um, so without further ado, we're going to go ahead and get started in this right now. I do have a couple things extra, but we're going to focus on day number one. And uh, first, we're going to ask the Lord to bless this time together and open up to us so that we can get a little bit more from the Holy Spirit this morning. So, <clears throat> if you would join me in prayer, Father God... Thank you for the time that we get to come together and talk to you and learn about you and study about you. And I pray this morning, Lord Jesus, as we get into this time uh, in the word and together, that you will show up. You will give us something new, something a better understanding, a focus on you, Lord. We want to know you. We yes. want to know you better. We want to come closer to you. That's our focus, Lord. And we just pray that you would do that this morning as we study. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Our people group today, and I'll explain that in just a second. Uh, what did Paul say in there? He says it's all good. Lots of people call me Gilmore. It comes with the territory. <laughs> okay, so Paul, Matt, Gilmore, it's the yeah. guy. Uh, PMG. <laughs> call you PMG. How's that? Yeah. Um, I was going to say this morning as we get ready to start, and there's a couple of things we're going to talk about the word love uh, before we get too far into this. Um, we do have a, um, um, for those on the podcast that are unfamiliar with what we do, uh, in addition to this, we also have a, a part of our ministry that we call Prayer by Design. Prayer by Design is basically uh, an exploration of, of prayer. And one of the publications that we've put out is called From the White House to My House. And basically what it does is it goes through seven days in a week's time, giving us seven different people groups that we can pray for specifically and intentionally uh, over throughout our week. And so every day we have a different people group and we always pray for our people group while we are um, on the air. Uh, and today's people group is government, which certainly needs our prayer right now. Uh, so we'll be getting to that just momentarily, and uh, and then we will finish with some prayer uh, prayer requests that Nancy will lead us in uh, over not only those that are joining us this morning, but our private chat group uh, sends us prayer requests on a regular basis as well. So let's get started. <clears throat> All right. So the topic that we are on is is love. 
Um, love comes in a lot of different uh, ways <laughs> throughout our lives. Uh, I want to read just a couple of things uh, that is in the book uh, that will kind of uh, kind of give us a direction. And again, I apologize in advance if this gets kind of skips around because we are are uh, we are doing this particular format for the first time today. So, uh, but let me just read you this: Love is explored infinitely across the world in many many ways, from stories of romance to movies about the hero getting the damsel in distress to great tributes of sacrifice and unselfish acts. Love is a profound part of who we are as people. The Bible speaks of love greater and more powerful than any other book ever published, partly because it is the book that talks of God's love, a love that is unmatched. In Scripture, love is expressed in four specific ways, with a few others not so obvious. The first four are, number one, agape love. This is this is where we get most common, uh, especially in reference to God's love, at least in the New Testament, because this is a, these are Greek words. Um, and in the Old Testament, it has similar expressions, but they're just different words. Uh, but agape love is is love that's unconditional that God shows towards us. Uh, now, we're going to read here in just a minute. We're going to read First um, uh, John chapter 4. Most of the chapter talks a lot about God's love. And uh, this particular chapter will come up uh, numerous times throughout our study. Um, <clears throat> first, as I said, the first love is agape love or agapeo love. Uh, it, it comes in different formats. One of them, and especially in, in first, first John 4, it really talks about the love God expresses to us and the love we express in return and as a result of. And those two loves are similar but slightly different. We'll get to that in just a minute. Um, the next one is philia love or philia love. Uh, is love for each other from us. So how we feel for each other. The city of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, gets its name um, from that word. And uh, in fact, it used to be, it's not the, the case anymore. I guess the crime rate got a little bit too high or something. I don't know. Uh, but it used to be the city's motto was the city of brotherly love. And then there is Storge love, the love that we have for family between a parent and child, brothers, sisters, and so on. And then Eros love, uh, this is a love between a man and woman involves affection, sexual desire, physical attraction, etc. It is meant to exist between men and women who are married to one another and can imply a selfish need. Uh, so when you take that word to the extreme, that's quite often what, what, you, what, you, uh, what you end up with. Uh, these Greek words cover the various ways that love is expressed and given to each other. As you wander through this devotional, try to pick out these expressions in what is given for you on your journey to get to getting a tad bit more understanding of this thing called love. The journal is for thoughts and ideals. So I want to I want to say this first. One of the most difficult things we have to understand is is um, when we talk about a topic, uh, we, when we speak on a topic like love, we have to realize this is a big, big topic. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's huge. Yeah. Think about what, you know, to, to try and cover. And we know that, that, that God covers the understanding of love better than anybody else does. We know that. In fact, as we will read here in just a second in John, First John, he is love, which brings a greater understanding of who he is when we start to conceptualize what it means to see God as love 
not just the creator or the projector of love, but, you know, mm-hmm. that he embodies it. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so let's read. I got this kind of out of whack. I want to read. Um, let's go back to there. There we go. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to read this. This First um, John chapter 4 is the book that talks about God being love. God is love. And it actually makes that statement a couple of different times uh, in this passage. But I want to, excuse me, I want to read this uh, from the Passion Translation, which is just a beautiful, um, it's not a direct translation. It's a translation that reminds us of the passion that God has for us. And it's only the uh, couple of books of the Old Testament and the entire New Testament that's available. But I want to read it from there. So, uh, again, this is 1 John chapter 4. Now, if you guys got a Bible and you get a chance, if you want to turn, flip to that real quick, go ahead and you can follow along. Like I said, this is the tr- Passion Translation, so it may not match up exactly. Give you a uh, give. You know, I mean, the reality is, is, is this this is this is the big topic. Of God, absolutely. This is why we started off with the with the the topic of love, and we could easily go another thirty or forty of these small books uh, on that topic because it's such a big topic. It's so important. There is no life without love. There is nothing without love. There's there's no existence, and we kind of uh, explore that a little bit as we get further along. There is no existence of mankind without the love of God. And the love of God was never meant to stop at mankind, but to flow through mankind and change the world around them. So let's begin at verse number 7. Verse number 7 on chapter 4 of, um, of 1 John. All right, again, this is, this is the Passion Translation. Those who are loved by God, let his love continually pour from you to one another, because God is love. Everyone who loves is fathered by God and experiences an intimate knowledge of him. The one who doesn't love has yet to know God, for God is love. The light of God, uh, the light of God's love shined within us when he sent his matchless son into the world so that we might live through him. This is love. He loved us long before we loved him. It was his love, not ours. He proved it by sending his son to be the pleasing sacrifice offering, sacrificial offering to take away our sins. Delightfully loved ones. If he loved us with such tremendous love, then loving one another should be our way of life. No one has ever gazed upon the fullness of God's splendor. But if we love one another, God makes, makes his permanent home in us and we make our permanent home in him. And his love is brought to its full expression in us. And he has given us his son, His spirit within us so that we can have the assurance that he lives in us and that we live in him. Moreover, we have seen with our own eyes and can testify the truth to the truth that the father that excuse me, that father God has sent his son to be with this to be the savior of the world. Those who give thanks that Jesus is the son of God live in God, and God lives in them. We have come into an intimate experience with God's love and trust in the love he has for us. God is love. 
those who are living in love are living in God, and God lives through them. By living in God, love has been brought to its full expression in us, so that we may fearlessly face the day of judgment, because all that Jesus now is, so are we in this world. Love never brings fear, for fear is always related to punishment. But love's perfect perfection drives the fear of punishment far from our hearts. Whoever walks constantly afraid of punishment has not reached love's perfection. Our love for others is our grateful response to the love God first demonstrated to us. Anyone can say, I love God, yet have hatred toward another believer. This makes him a phony. Because if you don't love a brother or sister whom you can see, how can you lo truly love God whom you can't see? For he has given us this command, whoever loves God must also demonstrate love to others. That's a really good way to express this uh, passage. I love it how it repeats God is love. It's so important for us to understand that God embodies love and love embodies God. All right, let's go ahead and start reading. Um, so the, the verse of the day is 1 Corinthians 2.9. It says, But it as it is written, I has not seen, nor ear heard, nor has it entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. All right, let's begin. Love appeared the first time between two people the moment Adam saw Eve. She was created for Adam. The match was literally made in heaven. The ideal of love at first sight was born. Can you imagine that first encounter? Wow, who are you? I'm Eve, she looked at him. Who are you? He went silent in awe of her. Nothing he was going to say would do to her what she had already done to him by just showing up. Adam was smitten. But love existed before that moment. Love existed in the form of a God who loved. He loved his creation, Adam. They had a friendship, not just an awareness of each other. They took walks in the garden together. They hung out. Think about that. They were buddies. Understanding love has been a quandary that men and women have spent thousands of years trying to comprehend and put into a box. But love is bigger than any box can hold. It forges bonds between enemies. It resolves thousand-year feuds. It turns words into promises and makes sure they are kept. It makes us cry for joy and laugh cynically for the pain of its loss. There is a mystery in love. Between man and woman, between best friends, between a parent and a child. How many times have we heard the story of a parent and a child reconciling after years apart? There is a mystery in the bond that love creates. Love between a parent and a child shows us how we can set differences aside, how we can grow from a child who needed constant attention to an adult who returns that attention as mom gets too old to get around very well. That's what love is. But it's much more. Understanding love is not something that just up and happens. In fact, the greatest psychologist will never be able to put it fully into words. The most skilled minister will always be just a little bit dumbfounded. There is no walk of life that will have greater understanding than another. We're all in the same boat, all mystified as to comprehending love. And the greatest ambiguity surrounding love will always be God's love for mankind. 
he created a universe full of stars, quasars, nebulae, black holes, and a million other obscurities. He selects one small corner of the vast space to create an unassuming ball of oxygen, water, dirt, vegetation, animals, and countless more details. In the midst of this beautiful place, he creates his greatest achievement, mankind. You see, Adam was created in a more specific way than the other animals. Pottery, for the most part, he breathed life into him, and voila, Adam the first. He didn't, he, but he didn't just make a man, he made a friend. He made a person to tend his garden, to name other creation, his other creations, to spend time with, made in his image with a spirit, made to rule the kingdom God had built on earth. Perfect, no mistake, he had no sin. The concept of sin didn't even exist yet in the heart of a man or woman. Life was beautiful was a beautiful thing. God made man and woman to be blessed and to be a blessing, to know God and be known by God, to feel love and to give love. The greatest revelation of God now exists in two ways, mankind and love. So as you guys are dealing, uh, you know, reading along and stuff, feel free to uh, uh, to um, write down your what you, you know what's going through your head or whatever how this affects you. Um, further ideals, further understandings. Feel free to uh, give us some feedback on it. Love is one of those kind of things that we're always going to be um, seeking to understand better, and part of that is because. God is the embodiment of love, but we only understand a very small part of God. And um, one of my one of my favorite uh, philosophies on the subject is, is: as long as I understand everything about my God, He's not a God. He's not the God that He says He is. If I get it all, right? Absolutely, we'll never get it all. We no. shouldn't ever get it all. We should always be striving to learn more. Well, that's exactly right. And you know what? The thing is, is as, as, as human beings, we, we try to figure things out. Um, you know, it's like, oh, man, I can't. What, what is that woman thinking? Why did she think? You know, just, well, part of that is, is because in our relationship as people who love each other, that love is originally sourced from God. And we can't explain God. What makes us think we're ever going to be able to fully explain love? You know, we can talk about how it's this or how it's that. And there's a bunch of stuff that we're going to go through as we get further into this book. But the reality is, is, is we're only going to be able to... There's a, there's a million books out there about love. There's there's holidays. There's uh, greater understanding here and there. We get, Everybody's got a piece of advice. You know, you've got uh, thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of people out there who specialize in in uh, some form of love and relationship between people. And that's really a big part of it, is understanding that there's this love wasn't just thrown out there. It wasn't like God just said, okay, let's just do this. You know, what the heck, let's give them something to do with their time. It wasn't like that. Uh, love was a foundational part of, of God's relationship with us from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. You know, he didn't make Adam in order to... Um, uh, you know, it wasn't just he wasn't just looking for a friend. He was he he. This was a way for him to express his love for his creation. Uh, and then, of course, we know that that Adam and Eve did their little boo boo. Phones, notifications. <laughs> yes, 
Yes, uh, Matt, uh, Paul. I guess I'm going to call him Paul. You call we'll him call Matt you Paul. sometimes. So. I call him Matt sometimes, but I don't want to confuse. I I don't want to get confused. <laughs> I'm not worried about confusing other people. I don't mm-hmm. want to confuse myself. Um. So yeah, the the uh, the the fact that there are people who who make a um, a living and 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 survive off of trying to explain and understand love, uh, not both in the church and outside the church. In the you know in the kingdom we have a lot of people who who are trying to understand it. So you know like what we're doing right now, so we can express it to others. Uh, without you know without the king outside the kingdom, uh, you know it's it's um, psychology and all these different things. You know some yeah. of it some of it is really based in love, and some it's like well you know what that's how I pay my bills, which is nothing wrong with that. But the point is 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 understanding love is never going to get us very far. Unless we're talking to the guy who invented it. There you go. And that's one of the struggles that we have. Is say, like, okay, so if we're going to understand love better, we need to know the guy that set it loose. In fact, I think that's a, the title of our day number two, which will be next Monday, uh-huh. is um, Love is Set Loose. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So... Uh, so I give this to you guys uh, as you go about your week. Uh, look for better understanding, better uh, grasping of what God's love is in your life. Remember, keeping keeping in mind during this time that God is love, and so it's more than just a scripture that says God is love. It's an understanding that that. That's his existence. Yeah. That's that's you know that's a defining uh, part of who he is. So so God doesn't you know God never never gets to a place where you know okay uh, I don't love you anymore. It, it doesn't work that way. That's not his. It's not possible. It's not. It's outside of his character. Now I know that in the Old Testament I know this causes a lot of confusion with some people. In the Old Testament we talked about how God says I hated so and so or hated so and so. It's it's a it's a circumstantial thing. See, there is an expression of God towards those who hate and are evil at high levels, and that expression is that that, that he wants none to be lost, but he also wants great justice to come about for those who have done great evil. So, you know, and it's expressed in the words hate. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the things that it says in the Old Testament was that God hates them, hated the Amalekites. But it was the great evil that the Amalekites did to his chosen people that caused that right. hatred. So it wasn't like, oh, okay, I just hate them all. Because then you look at, you look at uh, Nineveh, uh, a great city that was just absolutely filled to the brim with, with evil. And, uh, you know, he sent Jonah and they repented. Mm -hmm. Okay, so Paul says, love. People ask why I keep giving people chances. I say, if Jesus can take me back over and over with my failures, who am I to be any less than him and his love and patience with me? That's exactly right. That's a very good word, yes. That's exactly right. And, And that's a struggle that we deal with. When we realize that that um, um, 
in the flesh without the guidance of the Holy Spirit, we turn our back on things. But but when, when people don't always understand why we continue to give uh, a person another chance, we watched a uh, dramatization here while back of the book of Hosea. And of course, that's a story of a man who um, was instructed by God to marry a prostitute um, or harlot, uh, virtually the same thing, uh, was instructed by God to marry a harlot. Now, the thing was, was that he married her out of obedience, but he fell in love with her. Anyway, yeah. And she repeatedly turned on him, repeatedly turned on him, and he continued to love her and take care of her. And of course, this was a great example of God's love for Israel. Mm-hmm. Now, the interesting thing is, is, is that as we um, draw closer to God, that's what we tend to want to do. We have that, we have that unction in us to take a whole lot more guff off of people than we would normally do, mm-hmm. without. And it is because of that because we look at the love that Christ had for us, in that He would hang on a cross for us, set for you know with the joy set before Him, He hung on a cross because of His love Absolutely. for us. And knowing that, recognizing that that's the case, that's what happened. Then we start to say, okay, well, then that's that's that great love that's exam- that, that's been an example for me that Christ has given to me. I need to learn to walk in that mm-hmm. and then not pay back what uh, people have paid to me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, yeah, it is, it, is the, it is a great expression of love is to be able to love on somebody who hasn't loved on us first. Yes. All right. Well, I hope you guys got something out of that. Uh, We will be back in uh, day number two next uh, Monday morning. If all goes well. Um, You know, if um, unless the Lord leads us a different direction. Uh, So as I said this morning, our people group is government. So we're going to pray over our government. Um, Yes, I hope you are not offended. We are going to pray for our president. <laughs> yes. Please don't be offended. We are instructed to do if, so. If if you're offended, um, biblically, it's your problem, not mine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's let's pray for our people group today. That's our, our government. Father God, we thank you for um, we thank you for this morning. We thank you for what you're doing, Father. We thank you for the freedom mm-hmm. that we have in our country. Struggle as it may sometimes, we still have an awful lot of freedom compared to other countries. And we still have freedom to worship you. And I pray this morning for our federal government. I pray, Lord Jesus, your hand over our president. I pray, Father, that he will hear your voice and he will pursue you, Lord. And that his presidency will be marked by the fact that he listened to God. Yes. We pray, Lord Jesus, for our Congress, that their decision making and their their lawmaking um, will be according to your direction, according to your Holy Spirit. Pray for our Supreme Court, Lord Jesus, decisions that they make that may affect thousands or millions. Pray, Lord Jesus, that they would hear your voice and they would vote in their votes accordingly. We pray, Father, for our governors and leadership at our state level and for our county and our city leadership, Father. We pray, Father, not just blessing over our government. We pray for revival to break out in the hearts of our government. 
send revival to Washington, D.C. We need a great outpouring in Washington. We need a great outpouring in our capitals, in our cities and counties. Father, send revival to our nation. Our nation needs revival. Our nation needs a, a shift where your name is lifted up and souls are saved, Father. Send revival to our to our country, Lord. Amen. Amen. Father, we just thank you today uh, for your absolute faithfulness to join us as we open your word, whether it's straight from the Bible or whether it's through a devotional. Um, however it is that we are learning more and more about you, and today's um, little bit was learning more and more about your love and how you are love and how you love us unconditionally and how uh, we can learn to love better because of the way you love us. And I do pray, Lord, that anyone who um, has joined us today or who might listen to either the, the video or the uh, podcast might also grasp more of who you are and how much you love us. Father, I lift up our friends. I pray your uh, presence around each of them today as they go about their, their uh, daily agenda, their tasks, whatever each day looks like or the day looks for, like for each of these um, friends of ours. And I pray, Lord, that you would just be with them as they all have prayer requests of and needs and desires. But Father, I start with some praises and I thank you so much for the way you listen to our prayers and you uh, work in our lives. And I have praises in the health improvements of both Jake and Ryan. We've been praying for both of these young men uh, the last couple of weeks. And I just thank you for good reports for both of them and improvements. And I pray your continued uh, touch and healing on these men's bodies and uh, your wisdom and the strength to go with the doctors and with the families around them that they would just completely come to a, a full restoration because of your hand. And Father, I lift up Amelia as she has been asking for prayer through her job, um, having a kind of a rough situation with one of her, her co-workers, a manager in fact. And I pray Lord, that you would not only give Amelia that peace um, and that strength to deal with some of this um, kind of a, a difficult time for her, but I also lift up this manager. I know nothing of her. I don't know her name. I don't know anything about her except that um, apparently she makes life a little difficult. So I pray Lord that she would hear your voice. She would soften her heart and she would understand about your love. Thank you, Jesus, for um, the many people who have uh, lifted their requests to you and your ear hears them all. And I thank you for that. I ask your Holy Spirit would just join us today. Fill us each as we need you to walk with us and to talk with us and to, as I love to say, hang out with us. Help us to hear your voice over our own. Father, we give this day to you and uh, we want to give you all praise and all glory because it all came from you in the first place. And we thank you for loving us the way that you love us. We pray these things, Jesus, in your name today. Amen. 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 Well, God, God bless you guys. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Um, we will have our regular Bible study live tomorrow morning again, where we will be um, in Chronicles. Chronicles. <laughs> we will be back in Second Chronicles, chapter seven. Um, and this, of course, uh, the Bible, the um, 
Um, the devotional, Scribbles devotional, will be every Monday morning. I, I know I keep repeating that. I just want to make sure everybody gets it. Mm-hmm. Uh, every Monday morning at 8 o'clock Pacific Time. And uh, again, if you're listening on podcast, bless you. Thanks for joining us. Yes, thank you. Uh, feel free to send me a friend request on Facebook if you'd like to join our daily um, Bible study um, on Facebook Live. And I'll be happy to have you guys join us. Uh, bless everybody. Thank you so much again for joining us. Hope you guys have a magnificent day. We love you. We appreciate you. And we will see you again tomorrow. All right, everybody. Have a wonderful day. Okay. Bless ya. This has been a Roaring Hearts Revival Ministries podcast. Thanks for joining us this morning. We hope and pray you have a wonderful day, and we hope that you got something from the podcast. Check us out on our website at rhrministries.org, where you can access free Christian publications. That's what our ministry does. Thanks for stopping by.